This is Tanisha Ramsey Lane, host of Millennials Ministries, and you are listening to T-O-K-O-V-L Radio. It's like you're looking through a telescope, you see where you're going to be, growing, getting better, you're not the person they see, can't be mad at the things you've been through, because they built your muscle, now you're stronger than you've ever been. Hi, this is your fabulous evangelist, Tanisha Ramsey Lane, the host of Millennials Ministries on T-O-K-O-V-L Radio. Much love with my co-host tonight, Tiasha Janae. This month of August will be the month of anointed and gifted man of God. Our first man of God is apostolic, anointed, dynamic, extraordinary, wisdom, knowledge, strength, and faith. My spiritual father, please introduce yourself. Kingdom blessings, everyone. My name is Apostle Carl Oates, and it is indeed good and a pleasure to be here with you guys. Yes, yes. So, say hello to the listeners, T. Asha Janae. Hi, listeners. How you guys doing tonight? I hope this show is a blessing to your life. Get ready. I'm telling you, it's about to be fire up in here. Yes, yes, we about to get it lit up in here on this station tonight. I hope you guys are ready. I hope you have your pens and notepad because you know you have to take notes because you never know who I bring on the show. So that be said, let's start off with the questions for my spiritual father. Yes, yes. Tell us about your spiritual journey. You know, my journey um, to where I'm at today, it came through a lot of pain it came through a lot of boots and you know uh to start it off uh, as a product of rejection and abandonment that took me on a spiral and to get to where i'm at today and that's another part of the testimony that we will save for another time you know but yes uh, it, uh, i started this walk of uh, ministry in 1983. okay so when was you called when you know you was called Oh, man, it was just funny. Back in home in Los Angeles, California, there was always a yearning. There was always a, a, a drive on the inside of me. And, and so one night I will remember as a, little, a young man how a light came into the room and it told me that, oh, yes, you should bear my cross and preach my word. And I knew then. That was it, and that was um, in 1983. Amen. How does it feel to be a apostolic mentor and spiritual father? I love it, 
but it's a lot of challenges at the same time because one thing when you are dealing with the apostolic and even the prophet when you're dealing especially as an apostle and um you're going in and, and you're changing the religious and traditional form into the place of spirituality of god is a spirit and you know we must worship him in spirit and truth so we move from a place where you know churches have been bound for so many years with religion and we're coming into a place of kingdom and spirituality so it's, it's a challenge because too many people still want to hold on to the denominations and the religion that they were raised up in these traditional churches all their lives right so what was what is your favorite scripture you know, I got two. You know, I got two. Uh, and, and, and a two will be one of them. I'm going to let it come later. Okay. But I, I love Luke 10 and 19. It, and it tells them, I've given you the authority to tread on snakes and scorpions. And every trick, scheme, plot, retaliation, backlash of the enemy, Satan, and by no means nothing shall harm you. Come on. Amen. <laughs> amen, man. Share your testimony with us. As I was saying, my testimony started back when I was uh, uh, at the age of 10 and I have two sisters behind me and uh, um, their father married my mother when she was pregnant with me, uh, was pregnant with me. And so he adopted me, he gave me his name. That was the only dad that I knew. And so uh, um, at the age of 10, they decided he wanted to divorce me. In the divorce, he had a new woman and the woman uh, uh, told him you can do anything you want to do for those two girls you got but for that one you can't do nothing for him so growing up as a young boy man my whole life just came to a bank you know like a, a, to a whole home and then a whole new dimension that kicked in you know because i watched my sisters get christmas birthdays visitations everything going to disneyland going to all these old places with him but i was left behind so at that age my mother had to sit me down and she had to tell me who i really was and, and, and everything else and and it, at 10 years old when a mother had to tell me that your real name who your real father show you a picture this is your real father then show you also uh, tell you that you know you were adopted uh, and everything by him and but the, get, go through the, the rejection and abandonment from it and stuff so i grew up dealing with a double dose of rejection a double dose of abandonment because the all uh, my biological he didn't want her on me so i had to grow up with this and i as a 10 year old that was the that was the wrong thing and it took me on the swirl it took me on, on, on around the world uh as you could say it took me where i dealt with all kind of manners of things looking for love in all the wrong places trying to fit in everything else you know you you get so close to people but you start at the same time sabotage relationship because you've been hurt and scarred so badly you don't right. want no one else to get that close to you again but they can hurt you anymore so it led me all the way around to drugs, the street, gang banging, adult dealing. I've been to the pen, I've been to jail, everything you can name in the gutter gutter. It took me there, but because of a praying mother, Jesus, Lord, hallelujah. A mother who didn't ever stop praying. Many people have gave, 
told her to give up on him. He and I could never be nothing. And she said, no, because the Lord told me he was going to be somebody special. And I remember when she would pray at night, she called my name. She said it, Lord. And, and, and in the morning, she called my name out there and she said it, Lord. So she was a praying woman. She she kept praying me through it. And I'm going to tell you, there's nothing like the prayers of a mother. You know, finally okay. after, I'm to say, many programs and many ups and downs and many homeless situations, all kinds of stuff in the street. Finally, I came to a place back in 93 called a Get Off Drug Ministry. It was a deliverance and healing holiness church where the woman of God had a men home and a woman home and a, a drug program. It was called Get Off Drug Ministry, which was G-O-D. That's what the name of we called it here. And when I got in this place, it shifted and changed my life. Everything oh I thought I knew was raised up in a traditional Baptist church. It came to be all a lie. Glory, hallelujah. And then I got into a place where I started dealing with the Spirit of God. Dealing with the Holy Spirit. And it starts shifting and changing me. And I got filled with the Holy Ghost. And I got delivered from some stuff. But then it came another thing. Because then... I learned something right then because now you were dealing with a whole new realm that you knew nothing about all the time and then your fight becomes your fight becomes because now the same things how you used to operate which you couldn't operate no more right because now Right. Tiasha, do you have anything you want to ask our spiritual father? I just love, I love the fact that you have this testimony because there's so many young boys out here that are going through this same thing, that spirit of rejection. And for you to sit here and be so transparent and tell people where you were, where you been, where you're going, you know, where you at right this moment. Like that will give a, a sense of hope to the world. And I'm so glad that you're on here letting people know about it and that you're not, not you know, keeping that victory for yourself. Cause that is, that is victory all on it, all on it. I really don't have any questions, but I'm just letting you know that that has touched me. I'm not a male, but I know yeah. a lot of my friends who have been through you know, loss of a mother, loss of a father, feeling rejected, and they're taking it out in other ways. Maybe not drugs, but maybe, you know, uh, how they treat other women because they don't know how to treat other women or right. how they treat men because they never had a father to teach them how to be a man. And so, you know, I just know that um, I see, I just see mentorship. I see a lot of mentorship with the young men on this on this vision like i just see it 
You know, one of the things that you were doing when you talk about that too, um, that was one of the things that God said to me that he said, you're going to be a spiritual dad, a spiritual father to many. And then he said, it's going to be a lot of little girls too. In my journey, um, I was a deadbeat dad too. Let's keep it real. I was a deadbeat dad, you know, all that kind of stuff because I was messed up. There was a cycle that came from me that I brought on to my children. See, people, that's why it's so important that we have to break the curse. Yes, yes. We have to break the curse. And what I come to find out, I start seeing my oldest daughters. I start seeing the kind of guy they were starting to date. Watch this. The kind of guys they were starting to date the kind of guys that I was, come on, the kind of guys were just like me. And I knew that I had to get back in their life to break the cycle. Because see, a lot of people, even when it comes to daughters, people don't understand that girls will only pick out the same kind of man that they saw in their father. Come on, my yeah, God. Because it was familiar. That's what they knew. And so I had to get my life together. I had to get back. I had to get sober. I had to get clean. I had to get filled with the Holy Ghost. And I had to get him back in my children's life, in the girls' life, where they could start learning. And even today, I still see some of the residue. I still see some of the residue of me that had affected them. So it keeps me praying. Yeah. It keeps me interacting. It keeps me in something you just said there, God. The Bible says we are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. If we don't share our testimony yeah, yeah. with people, we will never be able to operate in the great commission that Jesus told us to do. Yes, it right. is our testimony. It is our testimony that brings people to Christ. It is our testimony. I can go to the alcoholics. I can go to the addicts. I can go to the gamers. I can go to the dope dealer. I can go to the prostitutes, the pimp, and let them know he saved me. He can save yes, you Lord. too. My God. Yeah. That's and, you true. know, that's what I tell people on a regular basis, that your test is a testimony. Right. It's right. not for you. Just because you went through it, it's not for you. All of that is God's story. It's history. His story. Yeah. It's your path. And you're supposed to use that to go and help save other souls. God is going to look at us when we get to heaven and he's going to ask us the question. Who have you helped? Who have you helped to save, to bring closer to me? Right. Who have you told about me? But if you have been delivered and you don't testify to other people about your deliverance, mm -hmm. it's null and void. Why did I put? Why did I bring you out of something if you're going to keep and be that silent agent and not tell nobody? But you know, only a religious, self-righteous, spirit, person feels that way. Uh, you know, and I, let, me, let, me, let me say it only because the bottom line is we are to uh, draw all men unto Christ. That's what right. we bring them in. And I tell people, mm, glory, when you stand before God mm -hmm, and Jesus, when you stand before that throne, first and foremost, they're going to open that book and make sure that your name is wrote in the Lamb Book of Life. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Then there's another book that's going to be open up, the Book of D. See, everybody thinks that book is going to be who I fed. Uh-uh, wrong. Who I, uh, who I gave water. Uh-uh, wrong. Who I clothed. Uh-uh, wrong. That ain't it. That book is going to have my marks on it so I can gain my rewards up in heaven. How many people I led to Christ? 
Yeah. That is what it's all about. Those are the rewards. Your rewards come from who all you led to Christ. The Bible tells me when one soul comes, the angels in heaven are rejoicing. My God. Yes, Jesus. I want to have a million checks by my name when they open that book so I can get a million reward when he tell me, well done, not good and bad. Oh, something come on in. Come on, somebody. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> Yes. So, share with us about your webinar, and then share with them your social media, so they can follow you. Know, you. I'm only on Facebook. Facebook. I, I tried to do Instagram. I got off. My daughter wouldn't even let me do that other one. What's that? Snapchat and all that? Oh, she said, oh, "Daddy, you don't get on that." Uh-uh, that's, oh, no, 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 you don't get on that. So I took the fight because even when I got on Instagram, I got on the Instagram. And I saw some stuff. That I said, "Oh no, I don't know." Yes, yes. So there you go, you guys. That's your apostolic anointed man of God himself, Apostle Carl Oates. We'll be back after this commercial break. Hello, everyone. My name is Shania and I'm here to give you Kids Scripture Corner. The scripture that I read today is 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10. But the God of all grace, who hath called us into his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello, my name is Tanisha Ramsey Lane. I am the CEO and founder of CEO Divas Enterprise and Press Push Pray Ministry. I help entrepreneurs win by helping millennials and mompreneurs turn their pain and trauma into purpose to level up their business and personal success. You may reach me on Facebook, Tanisha Ramsey Lane, Instagram, CEO 
underscore diva. Website is www.ceo slash diva dot live. Keep it locked on T-O-K-O-V-L radio here in St. Louis, Missouri, where we are the original kings over valuable land. T-O-K-O-V-L radio. And we are back, my listeners, and hello to my new listeners. This is your fabulous evangelist, Tanisha Ramsey Lane, the host of Millennials Ministries on T-O-K-O-V-L Radio. Okay, you guys, I hope you guys are ready because we're about to have an inspirational word from my spiritual father, the one and only Apostle Carl Oates. And the topic today is suffering for the kingdom. Did you hear what I just said? Suffering for the kingdom. Let's hear the word. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you. God bless you and everything. You know, it's a, it is indeed an honor always to be able to speak the word of God to God's people today. You know, we we we, we, we walk in this life that we say that we need an anointment of God. We, 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 we profess that we will uh, want to be with Jesus. The Bible says uh, that in order to reign with him, we're going to have to suffer with him. One of the biggest things about the process, let's talk about it is the process that we must go through in order to get the anointed and to be able to operate in the kingdom of God. And one of the biggest things is in our scripture of the day is when we look at 1 Peter 5 and 10 and it says after you have suffered a while, God will perfect you. He will establish you. He will strengthen you and then he will settle you for the call. It is the suffering that you have to go through. It is the process. It's part of the process. Many times that we look in today, in today's society, we see that many do not want to finish the process. Many people are want to walk away from the process and do not have the oil to try to operate in the realm of the spirit or where God has chosen them to operate in. And without the oil, oh glory, hallelujah, because the word of God said the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. You've got to go through the process. Well, what is the process of Apostle Paul? The process is suffering plus servantship equals godly substance glory hallelujah godly substance and a lot of times people don't understand that when we go through the process it is the making it is the shaping it is the forming of it and in order to go through it glory hallelujah we have to go through some pain because by his whole saying is if there's no pain there's no gain but in the process because we have to realize that we are soldiers in the army of the lord Yes, yes. And being soldiers in the army of the Lord, we got to endure as a good soldier. Glory, hallelujah. You know, we can always go and talk about uh, the whole armor of God, but we're talking about the main thing in the soldier, uh, being a soldier in the army, going through the process. There is an adversary, come on, somebody, who know who you is and know who you are designed to do for the kingdom of God, and he will every way he can to stop you from going through. The Bible tells us, mm, glory, hallelujah, God. In the book of 1 Peter 5, mm, and starting at the 8th verse, it says, be sober, glory, hallelujah, and be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may be. 
Wow, glory, hallelujah. So you got to understand once you did left Satan, Satan is not on your tip. I tell people they lie to people when they come to church, they make it sound like it's going to be all glory and all good. Once you walk away from the enemy, the enemy is doing everything he can to either bring you back or to destroy you. The Bible yes, says the devil's here to steal, and destroy. Glory, hallelujah. When you got the apple stuck in the prophetic of calling on it, nine times out of ten, he is not trying to destroy you. He is not trying to steal you. He's trying to kill you. Glory, hallelujah. Okay. Now, people Let's break this down. He says to be sober mean, to be well-disciplined, to think rational, and, and not foolish. Uh -huh. So when I am sober, I'm clear-minded. My mind is clear. I'm able to hear in the spiritual realm. Glory, hallelujah. I'm able. And then it tells us to be vigilant. I like this part means to be alert to the spiritual pitfalls of life that takes appropriate steps to make certain that we are not stumbling. So you got to understand that when you are vigilant, my God, you are on guard. You are on guard. You are noticing. You are being able to see the pitfall, the things, uh, the, the blockage, and everything that the enemy will bring to you. And then it lets you know your adversary, mm -mm -mm. Satan, is our vile enemy. He never ceased from being hostile towards us. Did y'all hear that? Yes, yes. He gonna never cease from being hostile towards us. He is constantly accusing us before God. Mm -hmm. Remember the Bible says that Satan is an accuser of the brethren. So we have to understand that no matter what he does, he is in our adversary who is trying to take us off our, 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 our path. He's trying to knock us down. The Bible talks about narrow. Glory, hallelujah. Narrow, the road is real narrow. But why is to destruction? Come on, somebody. Y'all didn't hear me what I'm talking about on today. So we get to talking about this lion. Let's talk about this lion. The lion is considered the king of the beast. One thing about the lion is he's very cunning. He's very cunning and he's very smooth. And he sits back and he watches his prey at all times. And what he does is he looks for that little fox. The Bible talks about it's the little fox that spoils the vine. He looks for that little area where he can attack. A lion will watch a whole herd. And what he does is pick out, pick out the weakest link, the baby of the bunch. And then when the when the when the bunch disperse, he's following the weakest prey. Glory, hallelujah. That's the one that he follows and stuff. And so that's why I tell you, we got to be very careful. What opening are we leaving so the lion can come in? Do I walk around in unforgiveness? Am I walking around and we sit down? Am I walking around with hatred on somebody? Am I walking around with uh, disobedience? Am I walking around with gossip? Am I walking around with these very things that belong to the enemy? And when we do these things, we have opened up a See, I'm here to let you know that if you've been called for God, you're going to suffer. You're going to suffer for the sake of the kingdom. Yes, you're going to go through something you're going to be lied on. You're going to be talked about. You're going to be stabbed <laughs> in the back. You're going to be hit from the left, the right, the top, the bottom, the east, the west. They call, all these things going to come at you because it is part of your making. See, it's a process. 
that we have to go through. And so, you know, when we look at First Peter, come on, I like this right here. And we talk about First Peter, the fourth chapter, it says, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trials, which is the tribe have those some strange things happen to you. But rejoice in the extent that to you, oh glory, hallelujah, but rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings of But rejoice. Count it all joy. Oh glory, hallelujah. Count it all joy when you go in various trials. You know, one thing I like about Jesus, I remember Paul on the road in the mattress, or Paul's on the road in the mattress. Oh, and, 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 and all of a sudden, he got knocked down on the horse, and he went in, and he got blind and everything. And he told, he God, Jesus told Ananias uh, to go get him. And, and Ananias didn't want to go get him. He said, because this man been persecuted and killed Christians and everything. He said, don't worry about it. He said, don't worry about it. He said, watch this. He said, because I'm getting ready to show him how much suffering he must do for my sin. Glory, oh, God. So I'm here to let you know how when you walk this walk, there's going to be some suffering. When you talk the talk, there's going to be some suffering. There's going to be always somebody looking around. And let me tell you something. I tell people this all the time. There are people Let's talk about it. He says, after 
thing you have suffered a while. He said, the first thing, he's going to perfect you. What you mean by perfecting, Apostle? It says, like a doctor settling broken bones. God was men are broken lives and make us whole. Come on, somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Come on, somebody. God will mend our broken lives. He yeah. will mend that rejection. Huh? He will mend that, uh, that abandonment. Huh? He will mend that rape. Huh? He will mend that molestation. Huh? He will mend that mm-hmm. incest. Huh? What happened to you when it broke you? God will mend you in the perfecting way. And then he said, What? Huh? He said, after he perfect you, he's going to establish you. That means God will make our ways stable. Despite the instableness, we feel living in a world that inflicts suffering on us. God will make us stable when we don't feel like we can be stable. God God will make sure everything will work right. And he take us, he take, he give us stability, and we are instability people. Come on, somebody. But he won't make it work, and then we go to strengthen. Oh, I like this one right here. What does strengthen mean? Strengthen means God will give us the ability to succeed in all that we do for him. Mm. In other words, no, uh, you have all the strength. I tell people this all the time. When you went through the process, her daughters, when you go through the process, everything that you need from God is already in you. All you have to do is tell God, take me into the measure of the grace that you placed in me so that I can move in the way that God has called me. Glory, hallelujah. And last but not least, he said he will settle as a consequence of our facing the attacks of our enemy. God will build us a firm foundation that will make us step us and on step fast. And then you can go through like a soldier. You can move through as a good soldier. You will you don't whine and cry when you go through warfare. You say, well, all right, Lord, let's do this. And see, you know, I, I, I'm a fantastic forward person. You know, uh, 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 things, one of the big things I used to love about uh, uh, the theme, Ben Grant, he used to always say when it was time for war, he would always say, it's clobbering time. That's what I love telling the devil. It's clobbering time. Come on, devil. I don't run from you. I run at the devil. Greater is he that is in me, that he that's in the world. See, the devil don't crazy. I said, I've given you the authority, call to tread on snakes and scorpions and every trick, scheme, plot, retaliate that the devil will try to bring you. And by no means that this shall harm you. See, when you believe and know that you are, you don't worry about the devil. You make the devil worry about you. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Devil, the devil, the devil, the devil don't worry. The devil worries about people that pray. The devil worries about people that fast. The devil worries about people standing in the book and read their word. The devil worry about worshipers. Ooh, glory. Because worship and praise will shift your atmosphere and activate your faith and send down the anointing. Oh, glory. That will destroy everything that the devil will bring to you. My God. After you have suffered a while, the Lord will perfect you. He will establish you. He will strengthen you. And then he will settle you. I'm here to let you know right now, there's many of you guys are getting ready to go right now. You don't You might walk into your season because of all that you went through. Now he's no longer in the wilderness, but God has elevated you to the promised land. And now I need to let you know there's no time to be fearful in the promised land because everything.
thing that you need is on the inside of you to be able to take down the enemy's power. Oh, you better understand. You know that you're greater than he that's in you for no mistake. You don't feel like a grasshopper and you are a giant stumper. Come on, somebody. See, when God is a perfect you and put all these things in you, you know that you are a giant stumper and ain't no giant that the devil can bring up to. So go through the process. It is the process that makes you go through it and feel it. Yes, it hurts. Yes, it feels good. But in the midst of the process, why you're serving, you've got to suffer and serve. Why you're suffering, make sure you're suffering, serving. Make sure you're helping somebody. Why do you say that? Jesus said, I didn't come here to serve. I mean, to be served. He said, I came to serve. I came to serve. So he showed us both of them. He served and he suffered. So a holy man, a, 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 a sinner man can get back to a holy God and yeah. give us back our demand. Go through your process. Go through the pain. Because there's nothing that the Lord can go through that the Lord can feel for us. We know all the suffering that he went through. He was beaten to the point of non-recognition. He went through everything so we can get back to God. So if he will, he did his part, now it's our time. Yeah. Let's do our part. And let's go out to the highways and go out to the byways and, and bring the people back on in. It's that time getting ready to roll, getting ready to rumble. Because now we have been given the anointing and the power to tear down the realm of the enemy. I hope this somebody on today God. my god you guys oh my god he just lit the whole station up if you guys ain't get nothing out of this something is wrong with you you better get it together and take a look in the mirror and get it right with god so dad we need you to pray us out please pray us out Oh, Father God in heaven and earth, glory, hallelujah. Oh, God, we worship you right now. We give you the glory, honor, and praise. Oh, God, we thank you for this day because this is the day that you have made it. We shall rejoice and be glad. Now, spirit of the living God, we ask to be apostolic in the prophetic authority, in the atmosphere, the stratosphere, the hemisphere, every level, every realm, and every dimension of the the people on the day shall take authority. Father God, we ask you right now. Move forward, God, on today, on the next day, and days after, Father God, that you will anoint your people huh, to be able to suffer. Anoint your people huh, to be able to serve in the midst of the storm. Anoint your people huh, as an existing counselor. Huh? Oh, God, we ask you right now. Touch us in this whole world today. Touch us right now, Father God. Allow your people who you have chosen in this season to move yes, across the land like you have designed it to be. So God, I thank you right now you, for allowing me to be on this line with my daughters today. And God, I ask you right now, Lord, oh God, that you will move in their lives too, God. Move on your people's lives today. Father God, we declare the decree right now that the blessings of the Lord that make it rich and have no sorrow to take it Father God, we declare the decree right now that you will release the rain. Oh glory, hallelujah, not just any rain, but the rain of the former and the latter. Oh God, just send in your word any weapon all can do us, but it shall not prosper. Oh God, we thank you for your Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your promise. So you move right now. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 We will be back after this commercial break.
Hi, this is Tanisha Ramsey Lane, host of Millennials Ministries. Tune into my show every Sunday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TOKOVL Radio.
Our back listeners, this is your fabulous evangelist Tanisha Razzy Lane. I am the host of Millennials Ministries on TOKOVL Radio. I hope you guys enjoy Open Up Heaven. That's a, a good song to reflect on what we really need to be focused on when it comes to Jesus Christ. Here are some tips for you to reflect on. They are calling and waiting on Jesus. We have the responsibilities to do our part with serving God. We must be in a place to receive from God. Sometimes we have to really get close and get down and pray to God. Prayer, prepare you and put you in a place where you need to be at. Sounds echo. Each Greek meaning in the Bible when it's in the flesh, you can't hear from God like you're supposed to. Spiritual eye. Keep your spiritual eyes open. Jesus is the door. Some people lack relationship with God. Jesus said, come unto me through all things. A open door. If any man shall come through, they shall be saved. But God, I could have been dead and gone, but the Lord let me live long. I am a living testimony. We must come to God in separate trust faith. Accept him as our Savior and our Lord. Only Jesus can save you. No man can. Only Jesus can. The gift of God is the eternal life. Jesus Christ is the way. The power of release. Nobody likes to be in bondage. Prisons that holds us. Nothing that we had done wrong. Sometimes we find ourselves in place of bondage that holds us back. Sometimes we are in prison in bondage because of our own actions, habits and addictions, impure thoughts, poor choices. No matter how we got there, the devil desires to parade us out and shame us and shame our God. To God be the glory. 
This was a fantastic and amazing Sunday night. We have heard the word. We have been blessed. We have got spiritual knowledge. Take it in, embrace it, and live by example. Get to know God for yourself. Learn God's word and his knowledge for your own understanding. You guys be blessed. Have a marvelous Sunday night. I hope you have a next marvelous week. Stay tuned for next week as Millennials Ministries continue to bring amazing, extraordinary, dynamic speakers on every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Have a blessed night. Have a fantastic week. And bless somebody else since you've been blessed. Because it's a blessing to be a blessing to somebody else. Good night.